Hey, True Crew, this is Vic, and I'm here to proudly announce that we are affiliates of The Subtle Nerd. The Subtle Nerd is a place where you can get all your modern, nerding, gaming, geek, lifestyle-type shirts. They've got hoodies. They've got tank tops. They've got stuff from men and women. They've even got posters and mugs for all your nerd gaming needs. And the best part about all this is that you, our loyal listeners and followers, all get to benefit from this joint venture, which means you get 10% off if you use the code CHEWPOD, C-H-E-W-P-O-D, all cap letters, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. So what are you waiting for? All you have to do is just click the link in the ad description below, or you can just head on over to thesubtlenerd.com. We'll also have all the information you need posted and pinned on all of our social media websites. And again, head on over to The Subtle Nerd, and don't forget to use the coupon code CHEWPOD so you get 10% off. Hey, fellow nerds, we are back and better than ever. And after a one-year hiatus, we are here once again to review movies, share nerd news, give you a buttload of memes, and probably ruin some classic movies for you as well. And in order to keep up with all of that, you're going to need to follow us on all of our social media. That's going to be Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, that's going to be at Chew on this podcast. And on Instagram and Twitter, that's going to be at Chew on this pod. And as always, thank you to all of our listeners and followers. It really makes that $0 per year plus benefit salary worth every penny. So drink up, smoke up, or build a Lego set while you listen to the show. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 375 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, well, we're back with another episode of Chew on This presents How the Sausage is Made. <laughs> I still can't believe we use that title. So stupid. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but we're sticking with it because I've already got the template for it and I'm not fucking changing the ad. So we're back with another one. So last time, well, the last two times, the first one again is on Patreon. So if you want to subscribe for a dollar a month, uh, you can get that episode there, but uh, and then we did one where we, you know we released it to everybody, um, which was one that I did where you had to guess in the beginning. So the premise again, if you have you if you haven't listened to the first one or the Patreon one, is is we have no idea. One of the people, one of the one of us, don't know what the show is going to be about, right? <clears throat> and we just know it's a movie that we've both seen. And it's going to be in the eighties. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure this. In the, I'm pretty sure this time you've seen this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then so we we do a little quiz game. We try to guess in the beginning, and then uh, after that, it's all about how the sausage is made. So that just means it's all this like tidbit, all this behind the scenes ones. I, I think if you if you love that stuff like we do, you're going to love this this these segments. Um, go check out the one we just did. Which was Big Trouble in Little China. There was so much good stuff in there. If you like the behind the scenes stuff, spoilers. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this movie was made in uh, 1986. Okay. And uh, it's it's heavily influenced by um, 
other sci-fi movies. Uh, if I told you the movies, you'd probably figure it out right away. Okay. Um, and some movies, I think, recently, not very recent, but are influenced by this movie. So, um, and it was made on a very small budget, 15 million bucks. It didn't do incredibly well in the box office, but well enough to warrant a sequel, uh, which is crazy. Um, there's a little bit of controversy uh, surrounding it as far as like there's a character, uh, a white character playing a non-white character. Uh, so there's a little bit of uh, controversy in there. Um, is this short circuit? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Like, let me, let me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Dang, that was quick because it took me forever to figure out Big Trouble Little China. I mean, you had to give me so many tidbits. I had to actually give you the translated title that had the word yeah, China yeah, in it. Yeah. <laughs> you had to say like like gigantic uh, shenanigans yeah. in little uh, Asia. <laughs> in small Asia place. <laughs> You're like, uh, it's funny. It's <laughs> look, I didn't get it. Like 1986 usually means at like the dates, the t- the year that the re- movie released. I'm so terrible. At it this does stuff. nothing for me. <laughs> no, yeah. You say you say 1986, and you might as well say like you might as well be reading like IKEA in Russian. Like it's just it's not going to matter to me. Right. But what? So I didn't get it on any of the influence. Until, the, like, ra- that could be, until the racism. <laughs> yeah. Until the racist one, and I'm like, wait a minute. 1986, a sequel. I'm like, it's got, I'm like, this can't be short circuit. What threw me off was, before I said it was whether or not it was going to be like, uh, the, the influence of stuff now. And I couldn't think of anything that influenced, but it was the racist one that, that made me guess. <laughs> so, um, well, Wally, I mean, when you look at Wally, the eyes uh, and everything, you could tell well, that yeah, they, guess, yeah, they yeah, heavily definitely. borrowed that, but <clears throat> it heavily borrows from like Terminator, uh, um, what was it? E.T. Um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ellie, Steve Gutenberg is Elliot? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be Stephanie. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. Stephanie. Okay. So, so then Gutenberg's what? The, the, the scientist? I guess. Uh, yeah. The guy with the keys? To figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. but yeah, there, there's some influence there. Also, the, the, so if, if you ever watch this movie, when he goes to load up his laser, that laser sound is, it's identical and it is borrowed. It's been said it's borrowed from when the proton packs light up, um, in Ghostbusters. So wait, which they, part? So whenever Johnny five shoots his laser, there's oh, okay. a sound there. That's the exact sound that they use from the Ghostbusters when the proton packs like light up. Oh, cool. So it's pretty sick. Cause like I was watching it. The other day, and I was like, "That sounds so fucking familiar." Why didn't I catch no. this before? And yeah. I went and read about it, and it's like, "Yeah, that was that was borrowed." I, I had no idea, thought, but that was really cool. Um, the protagonist, you know, Johnny Five, they don't—he doesn't get his name until the very, very end, and I had forgotten about that because I yeah, kept saying yeah. Johnny Five, Johnny Five, but I'm like, "Why aren't they calling him Johnny Five? I'm like, "Oh yeah, he names himself at the very end." Right. And then in the second movie, that's all he goes by is Johnny Five. Um, I believe I believe they say it a lot in the second movie. They do, they do. And I actually, um, I started watching the second one for some reason. I'm like, I'm going to keep going down this rabbit hole. But 
the Fisher Stevens character <laughs> drives me fucking bananas in the second one. So like I can't. It's hard for me to watch it now. Which one's Fisher uh, Stevens? Fisher Stevens plays the 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 Indian. I I, I don't. Oh, they don't oh, even okay. reference what he is because no. Because when Steve Gutenberg's character is like, "Where are you from?" and he's like Bakersfield, and then he's like, right. "No, where are you from originally?" and he's like Pittsburgh. So like they never. <laughs> so they never. That's I guess how they get away with the racism what, because what's, what's funny? What's funny is like being non-white. I. I would get that question all the fucking time. Right. And people would ask me where I'm from and I would be like, New Jersey. And they're like, uh, where are you really from? I'm like, Tom's River, New Jersey. They're like, where were you before that? I'm like, I was like, Jersey City, New Jersey. Because it's such a dumb fuck question, right? Because like, is. you never it go is. up to a white person and be like, where are you from? And they'll tell you that, you know, I'm from fucking... I don't know, uh, Massachusetts, right? And that's just purely acceptable. Nobody ever follows up a white person and says, no, where are you from originally? Originally, right, right. Like, what do you that's, mean? I'm from fucking Massachusetts. That's, that's how true. a white person would answer. So People don't usually ask me until they hear my name and they're like, what ethnicity is that? But that's it's pretty funny that, it's pretty funny that the white character asks the white guy playing the Indian character the racist trope. <laughs> right that's like that's like racist that's like it's like what is that uh what is it called when it's uh whitewash inception right like right that's, but i right, guess so that's like that's their way of getting away with it was like they didn't say what he was but it was clear he was like wasn't he trying to like portray some uh like um a very stereotypical like Indian person or something. I I don't know. Like it's I don't. It's been so long since I've seen this movie. But his he's like the comic relief. So at the whole the whole movie, every time he says something, it's wrong. It's like Michael Scott, like saying right. a saying. Like we know what he's saying. Yeah, but he's but saying that's it a, wrong. That's a that's a thing in the that's a thing in the in the eighties where <laughs> the uh, whatever the like if. If it was like, I don't think a, they don't. I don't think they did with. Well, yeah, they did with anybody who wasn't white. That side character, mm -hmm. any person of color, or even gay. Remember, like mannequin. Oh right, right, right. So like anybody who wasn't hetero and white usually was like the comic relief sidekick that would say a lot of shit Stupid and a lot shit. of that. A lot of that would always be you know, especially if the person didn't speak English very well. They would always have that trope of them, you know, saying something back backwards or something like that. Right, right. And it may be like I don't know. I, again, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I'm watching it. And I'm feeling like very uncomfortable. Like I'm like, shut up. That's not like because he. I watched it with subtitles, and so I could see exactly like what he's saying. And a right. lot of the stuff that he's saying is yeah, everything he says is a saying that we say, but completely like wrong the way he right. says it. Or, or, or in a way that's like sexual or like it's funny in a certain way, but not in the way it was intended. So it was like, I, feel like I don't know. It also contradicts like that he's been there a really long time when he said Bakersfield and then someplace else. Pittsburgh, right. Right. It, it like, does, I feel it, like it does. Whatever. It does, it does conflict. And it's <laughs> like, but, uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so the film was filmed in, uh, Upper Oregon and the same, 
there's like uh, there's only like two movies I can think of that were filmed up there, and one was The Goonies, which I actually went to The Goonies' okay. house, and the other one was Kindergarten Cop. So oh like, wait, wait, wait! Before I forget, I'm going to forget this. Yeah. So remember the part where he's trying to figure out whether or not Johnny's alive or whatever his name his name is at that point in time, and they're mm-hmm. by the campfire, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the same campfire set used for uh, Three Amigos? It looks exactly the same. It's funny you said that, but I don't. There isn't anywhere in here because I was looking up like film locations and stuff. I think that okay. was a set. Okay, that was an actual set. It's like it's really weird that I haven't seen this movie in forever, and that was the thing that's like that just went into my head was that campfire scene. Well, because it's so so compared to all the other scenes, that one looks like it's on a set. It just looks like right, the way right. it's put together. Um, and then they did this thing where I completely forgot, but they panned out and it was a, it was a map painting. And I pay attention to all those now because that was a huge eighties, you know, thing. And right, right. one of our friends, you know, does the, <coughs> the map paintings for, you know, um, for Star Wars Jar. and all that stuff. He so, did. so yeah. So when I, I saw that, I was like, oh, well, it's a map painting. And then, but you saw like Johnny kind of like move a little bit in the background. <laughs> so it looked like it was real. Right. Um, but like it was just like beautiful sunset and stuff like that. So yeah, it was filmed in I think in Upper Oregon uh because that bridge that he falls off of it it connects Oregon and Washington. Okay. And so he must have come from like Washington whatever wherever that base was and then fell and that's where he landed in Stephanie's like I don't know her food truck or something like that. Okay. Um so when this was uh originally uh when they were trying to figure out the script this was supposed to be like a dark thriller where Johnny 5 actually was a uh, a killer robot like he becomes, oh shit yeah he becomes sentient but he like goes and he kills everybody and so they're like ah nah this is dumb and so no i want to see that <laughs> right but after many revisions they decided let's just make it a light comedy which is the complete opposite um and then there was a controversy among the writers trying to figure out how he how he becomes alive and so it was like well do aliens come down and activate him you know or or is he an alien himself like like et like they left the robot there on accident you know is oh, or and then then they had to settle on the the lightning bolt which none of them wanted to do because they're like oh it's a lightning bolt gig you know uh joke again because like that right that would happen a lot in the 80s too like a lightning bolt would hit something and I mean, change that's everything. how Bar- that's how Barry Allen began the Flash. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so there was all that stuff. Um, trying to figure out the yeah the the Ghostbuster thing was kind of cool. Um, oh, there was a uh, um, controversy also about the relationship between the robot and Stephanie. So, <laughs> what, yeah, the test audiences at first were very like uncomfortable. They're like, why? Why like, did they cut out like blowjob scenes or something? <laughs> <laughs> She's all softer, softer. He's got fucking like a jackhammer. Your hand's going too fast. Yeah, this guy's just got a jack. Just his finger just transforms into like a steel dildo. <laughs> um, they had. If Michael Bay directed this movie, that would happen. Oh my god! Yeah, it would have like it would be wearing a thong. And be bending over a car. <laughs> he's got, he's got a shawl. Fucking idiot. A shawl. Well, doesn't he have one in that fucking Transformers movie? 
Oh yeah, the uh, Megatron, I think. Yeah, and he had he had like nanobites like crawling in and out of his and mouth. He was fucking too, coughing. Is, it was. It's a fucking coughing. A fucking robot. <laughs> oh man, he's got a piece of cloth covering his face. <laughs> like you're not gonna recognize that's not Megatron. <laughs> like imagine Megatron trying to get lost in a crowd, and they and Optimus, but he's like in robot mode, right? So he's towering over humans, right? He's just walking down New York, New York, like in Times Square. Tourists everywhere, and there's Megatron right in the middle of Times Square, and Optimus can't find him because Megatron has a shawl has there. Has a shawl on. Yeah, so, right. like, we can't and then see like, him. And then, it like, gets caught on a lamppost, and then, the, like, the thing pulls over Megatron's head, and then Optimus finally sees him. But <laughs> so ridiculous that oh it's just God. Megatron standing in a crowd of people. <laughs> we don't know where he is. <laughs> Did you ever see that on SNL where, like, it was peak Superman and Lois and Terry Hatcher was hosting SNL and all these cast members came up with glasses and they're like, and Terry Hatcher couldn't recognize who they were. Yes. And then they would take the glasses. That was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it's true. Um, but originally, um, so I was just reading, but originally, the character of Fisher Stevens played wasn't supposed to be Indian. He was supposed to be in America, like a white American and which is what he is. And then they, I don't know why, but they just decided to switch it because they wanted, I guess, some comic relief. But it, what's interesting is that when I, when I was watching the Fisher Stevens character, I kept thinking about Balky, you know, on perfect strangers. Okay. And sure enough, I read this article and it's like, yeah, Bronson Pichot was, was going to replace Fisher Stevens. Uh, because he could do the whole like accent and, um, but, but a different accent, not necessarily Indian. We, we don't even know where Balky was from. It was like a made up country, wasn't it? Meepo, Meepos, yeah. Meepos, Meepos, yeah. You like, it was kind of like Greek though. Yeah. You know, it the way sound, they're, they're, it did sound kind of Greek, but he didn't sound Greek at all. <laughs> I don't um, know what his accent was. I, I, I to this day still love that show and I still for some reason love that theme song. Yeah, it's but one I think, of my favorite eighties. I, I think he songs. is Greek. It's just a fake Greek place, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I think Mipos is the actual country, but I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that show. <laughs> it's it was a great show. I loved the the physicality of that show, especially when uh, there was Marklin one the, Baker is so underrated in that. He is show. so underrated. Yeah, they, it was all about Balky. Because I downloaded really like the 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 DVD. I never got all the way to the end. I kind of stopped around when they started working at the paper together. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped around there. I think around the time that they met Jennifer and the other one. Okay, uh, <clears throat> but I just remember thinking. I I mean, obviously, as a kid, I loved Balky. Who didn't? Everybody loved Balky, but. But I remember just watching that show again and appreciating how great he was in uh, Marklin Baker. I'm talking about, you know, who's obviously back in Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see if you could guess how many people it took just to operate him. Operate him. Okay. Let me think. The minimum number. Minimum number. Okay. Because there's a maximum number too. Dead silence. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of like all the times I've seen like 
back, um, you know, behind the scenes stuff like, you know, how many people it took to operate Java, how many people it took to operate like the, 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 how many people took the dogs. Java? I know there was three people in Java's suit, but then there was the animatronic people, wasn't there? Or, the, or were they just in there? So there like was, one was there was one for each arm, wagging the tail. One was for the head. Yeah. One was for the tail, the tongue, the eyes. Then, then the, then there was another one off camera who did the eyes. That's insane. Yeah. I want to meet the guy that was in the tail. <laughs> it's, it smelled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It was, it's, got, it's like hot as hell and it's in that fucking rubber it was, shit. They, it was bad. They never thought about, they never thought about really, I don't think back then, cause all that stuff was so new and, and yeah. so innovative that they never thought about what it would smell like inside. They just wanted to function, you know? <laughs> they never thought about the smell. Right. Uh, all right. Okay. So back to, back to your question. Yeah. I'm thinking. Just take a guess. Four. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? Twelve people. And you remember the scene where they had, um, they were doing the Three Stooges thing? Yes. Each robot took 18 at that point. Okay. Do. You're, do you have the breakdown? Cause I need to know why it took 12 for that robot. Because there were just so many moving parts. And at the same and time, the, it took 12 people. But at the time, the technology just wasn't there in order to do it because nowadays they could do it in with two or three people probably you know what i mean like even bb8 takes a couple of people um or especially even, when he's moving yeah or even like you know those little those little creatures uh babu frick you know might take two or three right. people right but he had so many complicated moving parts and they i don't think they were able to kind of integrated into one machine where one guy or two guys could like move so stuff around. Think, are you saying it's 12 overall or 12 every time he had to make any No, it was like 12 overall. Oh, okay. Okay. That, okay. That makes sense. Because then. if they did like a close up of his face, you wouldn't need 12 people to do that. You well, would. that's why I was confused when no, you said 12. But if it was, was a full body shot and he's driving around and he's moving around all that, right. it might take like 12 people. But the, the, the one that I was like shocked about was the um, the Three Stooges because I thought, well, why didn't they just film it slow and then speed it up? You know, which mm. when you watch it, it kind of looks like that. Um, but it took eighteen people, and they had the day of. They were like training people that have never even used it. They're like, hey, come over here and, and just move this <laughs> thing you, left and right. Could you imagine you're that guy who your craft even, services? <laughs> <laughs> Come over you're, here. You're you're not even a chef that works with your hands. You're just the guy who just cleans garbage, Serves. right? Yeah, yeah. And and in your spare time, you can't even program your VCR. And because this is back in the eighties, right? So everybody yeah. had a VCR. You can't even program. And they're like, here, work this thousand dollar equipment. Of dollars of equipment. Imagine you're giving. Imagine you give the remote control to Grogu to your dad and say. And say, film this scene. Like, he'd end up like getting Grogu, like falling into like a bat of water, and just destroying it. Yeah. Um, or somehow he, he he somehow he's just button mashing and ends up like wiping all the control memories mashing. away. Like, just resets the whole fucking thing. Like, resets like hard yeah. boots, hard reboots the entire fucking. Like, sets, <laughs> sets Grogu back to factory settings. Settings. <laughs> 
<laughs> Start speaking Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in Toy Story when Buzz Lightyear got reset. <laughs> Oh, like shit. oh no! <laughs> Speaking <Spanish. laughs> nah, no, like Johnny Five just fucking just takes <laughs> off. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, oh get no. him back! <laughs> at the end of the movie, like they hit a bump, and then you know when they're in the truck, you know at the end they hit a bump and it reactivates his kill mode, and <laughs> he snaps out of it, and just starts killing everybody. Short Circuit Two is like just a bloodbath. Short Circuit Two bloodbath. <laughs> Sounds like an '80s name, doesn't it? That would be awesome. The whole movie, they have to like try takes, to capture him and set him it back. Takes their, it takes a complete fucking turn. Like it, it's all hard, oh like family friendly and funny in the first one. The last five seconds, he's just laser beaming like Ali Sheedy and Steve Gutenberg in the fucking van, and he just takes off and he drives up a fucking cliff like in the '80s, like in like in ET, and he just looks over the horizon and his eyes light up red, and he's about and the Credits and then <laughs> short circuit two bloodbath, bloodbath next summer. <laughs> oh, I'd be there. I'd be like, oh wow, you, that took a turn. Imagine a movie like that that we've seen where like I don't know, like <laughs> it's a fucking family friendly movie or like the ending of Moana. Like they're all sailing and shit, and all of a sudden there's this warring tribe, and it's like a, it's like there's a headless. <laughs> There's like a headless guy, like just staked right in the front of their fucking ship, and they're about to, and then credits. And like when you watch that movie with your kids, you like hit stop on the DVD, like right, right before he lasers everybody. You're like, oh, that was great, kids. Right. <laughs> like, we want to watch the credits, Dad. You're like, no, no, no. Back then, there was no, there was no after credits. Back then, I heard there's a part two. No, no, there's not. No, there's not. <laughs> We're not somebody, watching that. Somebody else made that. But that would be crazy though if there was like a a two where he's so like Gutenberg like it kills Ali Sheedy right and Gutenberg's pissed off and so he goes after him like like a bounty uh, like hunter. he jumps out of the van and does like barrel style yeah and he survives and then in the next movie he's got to capture he's got he to looks, try to reprogram he's, he's it. dressed he's dressed like Cable from <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> Because when got he got one eye, he didn't die from the laser. When he when he when he, when he barreled rolled, he destroyed his arm, and instead of like a cool arm like Will Smith has in the I Am Robot, he's just got like the Johnny Five arm. It's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, he uses Johnny Five parts on his body <laughs> instead of Cable's cool like red eye. He's got that fucking like he's got that flat for an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it'd be cool if he had one of those lasers like attached to his back <laughs> at the end of sweet. at the end of bloodbath <laughs> too, he's he's fitting himself with the treadmill we treadmill <laughs> treadmill his legs, legs cut off <laughs> yeah killing johnny five. Oh man he completely <laughs> he's johnny five with just fucking steve gutenberg's head at the end <laughs> that's just all that's left uh so what was that there was a, a song, I think it was a hit single. Oh yeah. It was, it was Who's uh, Johnny. It was yeah, Who's Johnny? It was uh El DeBarge. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> El DeBarge, man. Fucking his that <laughs> song and the song from fucking The Last Dragon are two of my favorite eighty songs. Yes. Oh my god. There's so many um there's so many yeah it's and it's total 80s i sat there and listened to it oh in the middle of the film you hear it like in a background 
I, I don't remember if it was at the bar they were at, but they, but I heard the tune and I was like, oh, that's the Johnny song. Oh, crazy right. that they're playing it right now. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> I remember, I remember the video. They were in some courtroom that looked like where porn was filmed. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm like, why are they in a courtroom that looks like this is where porn was filmed it, in the 80s? It looks like it. Yeah. It, it, it looks it, like the judge was like, if you want, you're going to be sentenced to life in jail. And the, and the lady prisoner is like, <laughs> what can I do to get off? <laughs> <laughs> that old, that old trope. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Johnny Five song starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so the budget was only like fifteen million. Um, How much of that was Johnny Five? What was his price tag? So the price tag on all the rope because they built, I think, several robots. It was Eight, one point one point four million dollars total. So that's ten okay. percent of the budget was spent just on the robots. So um, we're looking at like five to probably even more money now because the technology, even would, though it would be better, it would but be it would, way it would more better. now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just think like Jar Jar Binks in 1999 was like a $20 million effect, hmm. which is insane. Uh, but now that price tag, I think is lower. Well, Grogu's like 2 million. I thought to, he was over 2 million. I thought he was like seven. Uh, maybe you're right. Yeah. He's, he's a lot, but he's, I mean, I think they have multiple Grogu's now too. That do yeah, different do. things. <clears throat> yeah, they have a, like a running one, and then they have a. Well, whenever they're one. handing it to somebody, it looks like a toy. Like yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. like move around when they when they hand it to somebody. It's like a fake baby, you know, they use in movies. Right. Right. But um. <clears throat> yeah. So and then it made I think forty million dollars, which in the eighties wasn't bad because advertising wasn't super expensive. So they decided let's make a sequel, which came out. I think exactly two years later, but that movie I don't think was well received as much as the first one. Um, do you what remember was the, the plot? Second one. Do you remember the plot of that? No. Okay. He was in the city or something. Okay. So this is so stupid because it remind because I have to talk about the end of Short Circuit first. So at the very end, he fakes his death. Right. 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 Because he builds <clears throat> all a Wally. He builds uh, another one in it. And it takes off and they blow yeah, it up. Yeah, like in less than a minute. Yeah, he's like super fast. Right. He builds a replica of himself and programs it to just drive far and fast. So it gets blown up. They're all sad. They leave. And, at, um, which was dumb to me because I figured if you're fired, they're going to take that van back, right? And then Johnny Five will be in there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but he just, Steve Gutenberg and the chick they, and Ali Sheedy, they just leave and they're all crying. And then he pops up. I can't up. believe that, that that's the most unbelievable part that they just let him leave. Like, yeah. you know, there was like, you'd no, be like, he, give you that van came. back. That yeah, van yeah. is ours. In fact, there's several times in the movies where they're like, bring that van back. Yeah. Because the, there's parts in there. Yeah. They even <laughs> said that in the movie. Right. Um, so the 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 ending was as soon as he's like, Hey, I'm alive and um Steve Gutenberg's like, Well, we can't have you running around. I own a like she goes, Well, what are you gonna do? And he's like, Well, my my father left me a ranch up in Montana. I have like forty acres. And immediately she goes, You do? Like, I have all these animals. Are you an animal lover? And I'm just like, Whoa, 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 lady, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh you're not coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just fucking moves herself in. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, 
what? Because you can see, like, when she goes, are you an animal lover? He goes, uh... And she just hugs, starts hugging him. And I'm it's, like... It's not only not an animal lover, but, like, he hunts in his for fun. Yeah. <laughs> he in, uses Johnny Five to laser him and he's shit. In, he's, <laughs> he's in taxidermy. He goes, he goes, come on, Johnny. Alice Sheedy goes out one day for, like, you know, girls' night out. She comes back, all her animals are fucking dead and stuffed. Johnny Five found a new a new hobby. Yeah. <clears throat> Look, Stephanie, disassemble, then reassemble. He starts he takes all the shit from the van yeah. and like you know, and starts making them all like robot animals. They can all shoot laser beams out of their eyes. That's our that's our home defense. Like Toy Story, like Sid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, they, so the premise is, the second movie is that the Stephanie and the other guy, or Crosby, I think his name is, they, they live in Montana and they ship Johnny Five to New York City where, um, where the, um, the Indian guy is and he's trying to like, uh, create, um, toys that look like Johnny Five. Oh my god. To, and he wants That's to sell right. them to the public, right? That's and right. And he needs and he needs help. So like but Johnny Five shows up there and he's like, Whoa, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here to help. And basically all he's doing is like helping him construct toys. Like like he just starts building them and they're working and all that stuff. And but then as he's there, he wants to he wants input. He wants to explore the city. And so he like all sorts of shit happens to him when he's running around. And then the movie's also like kind of a little bit progressive in that it's like, do you remember people were like making fun of him or like, <coughs> right, like, right, like, right. yeah, like he felt bullied and like it was kind of like a racist thing and all that stuff. So like he, he feels all down. So he goes to the bookstore and I don't even know if he buys it. I think he steals one or something like Frankenstein. Like he takes, he takes right. a few books that remind, that remind him of like how he's feeling and like, and he reads, and instead of reading it really fast, he's like reading it really slow. Like he's that down, you know. <laughs> right, because it showed later on, like in the first movie, that he can read. He can read super fast. Yeah, but because I don't know, I think it, I think it was to like show like he's feeling like shit. So he's like, you know. Anyway, and in that movie, I think he dies. Like he full on dies, and they bring him back with like a with like a paddle, you know, from the ambulance. Like you know, it's, right, right, right. Um, yeah. So anyway, that <laughs> again another movie, movie trope. <laughs> the entire movie is based off of building toys of short like it's pretty meta, like, right? Look, listen, if you're that company, whatever that company is, right? And you get wind of this fucking former scientist building toys out of your fucking like army robot. Like wouldn't you want to lay low? <laughs> and not p- form that kind of heat on you, right? Like, I don't yeah. know. Just, it just feels like weird. Like, imagine like that's, that's how, that's how, that's, that's how Terminator <laughs> takes place after Judgment Day, right? Like, that, the, the block, Miles, is that his name from Terminator 2? Like, yeah. he actually lives, but he stops doing that shit, but instead he builds little Terminators in New York City to sell his toys. <laughs> That shoot little lasers, and you're like, right, ouch. That, that, that for some reason, like, kill all your animals, right? 
and and Cyberdyne or whoever gets Sky no Cyberdyne I think is the systems right or yeah. no, that's the company whoever Skynet's the company yeah um no, I thought or Skynet Cyberdyne. was a program. Cyberdyne's the company yeah but imagine like you get wind of the fucking former scientist that ran this division and he's selling fucking little Terminator toys that that never yeah that never made sense to me either <laughs> and and then also Johnny Five just runs around town like he's like part like he's everybody else. He's like John Wick. I'm just going to walk around. Everyone rec- like, I mean, but John me. Wick is a human. Yeah. I mean, but, he looks all disheveled and yeah. shit all the time, but this is a fucking robot yeah, back like, in 1980. People, people are after John Wick, but this guy, no one's after him, fucking, but yeah, but he's a fucking giant robot. But they see him and they should be like, where did this guy come from? And where's his operator? It's you like know? in, it's like in the last, it's like in the last action hero when nobody thinks twice that there's a fucking cartoon cat talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But for some reason, they, like there's other weird shit that everybody accepts, but this is like, look in 1980, whatever 88. If that whenever that movie came out, <clears throat> if I'm in New York City and I see this fucking robot just like, you know, strolling <laughs> down the fucking street, I would I would fucking stop and yeah. look. It's a fucking yeah. robot in Times Square. <laughs> yeah, I think in this movie too, he like in the second movie, he's able he has this little antenna and he's able to like fly fly like those model planes and doesn't stuff he like, get like a few upgrades in that one too he does but i can't remember what they were i think one of Me them neither. was he literally could control anything that's remote controlled oh yeah yeah maybe yeah that's right because he uses it to control the toys yeah 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 oh but he uses it for other like other things because like there's there's also like bad guys running around i think they're trying to like rob a bank or something like that and i think he is like a witness. I, I, I can't remember. It's I, it's been a long time, but I had I just barely started it. It's uh, got to be they, they got they might they had to have changed mm. like um they had to have come up with that plot if Steve Gutenberg and Ali Sheedy didn't want to come back because there's no reason to make this movie without the two of them otherwise. Yeah, and it's and it's very apparent that the reason why the movie didn't do well is because they weren't in it. Right. And, um. Because I remember watching it, I, cause back then I didn't see a lot of trailers or anything. There was no internet. There was just in the newspaper. I, one day I look and it's like short circuit two is out. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, right. I, I'm just a 13 year old kid, you know? So I go and I watch this thing and the whole time I'm like, where are the, where are the two leads? Right. And I'm, oh, I'm stuck with the Indian guy, like the guy I like the least. Uh, all right. Which at that point in time, we still didn't know he was white. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was Indian. And I didn't learn until much later, like he was married to, I think, Michelle Pfeiffer or something like that. I don't really think I yeah. knew until I saw Friends. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, wait, why does that guy look so fucking familiar? Yeah, he's not tan. That's interesting. And he speaks perfect he English. He speaks perfect English. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of weird, but. Oh, this is also like one of those movies um, where at the end credits, so I I sat through the whole movie and I, I sat through the whole credits thing because I was just playing on my phone. And then I looked up and I saw all this like video footage and I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't, they never filmed that. They never filmed that. So there were actual like scenes that were filmed that were cut out of the movie, but they uh-huh. put it in the end credits. Not I don't like, think I remember that. Yeah. So like. There's a scene where Johnny Five's in a junkyard and he's like dangling above the crusher, and he's like, "Ah, oh, no, disassemble or whatever." Oh, uh, like, maybe I do remember this. I'm like, I don't remember this. Like, they didn't film that, or they didn't put mm. it in the movie. And then there's also another part where like he comes across another kind of robotish thing that's very a la like Ava, and it looks like 
so it's almost like a Wally and Ava thing. I'm you wondering Eve? Eve, Eve, Eva, yeah. So there's like a yeah, there's like a very it looked like an Eva. So like now I'm thinking I really want to look at Wally and see the behind the scenes of that because I think that movie's heavily influenced on the look of of short circuit. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure well, the eyes, de- the eyes, the definitely. eyes for sure, but and also the, the tread. Yeah, the tread. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's another scene where wait, isn't 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 um Johnny Five's hands only got three limbs, three fingers? I think it's like three and then one, right? I thought I, Man, I, can't, I remember. can't remember now. You're the one who watched it. I know, but I didn't stare at his hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. But there are, I, I've read that there are alternate versions of this movie because whenever they put things on TV, they have added Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, extra when they stuff. Would, right. Where you're like, what did that happen? I don't remember Because that. they had, because remember like in the 80s when you watched this stuff, if it wasn't an HBO, you were watching it. The only time you could ever get it before a, a place like HBO was... You would watch it on like a Friday night on like ABC or like what was it like movie of the week or whatever like CBS yeah. and all that stuff would always have it on like Friday or Saturday night. Yep. But they would have commercials, so that would mean like an hour and a half movie. They would push it to two hours, right? So they had to fill that gap, and if they had to fill that gap with the the allotted commercial time, but they also had to fill the gap of getting to the extra minutes to get to two hours, and they would just add extra scenes. That happened right. a lot. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, this movie was filmed all over the place too. It, uh, part of it was in Astoria, but in Astoria is, it's a pretty popular film location, but the two movies that I remember the most was the Goonies, like I said before, and Kindergarten Cop. And oh, right. so, but, but when you, but Stephanie's house is there too. So when you go to Astoria, um, I remember this really well because I went to Astoria twice. But if you go to Astoria, there's like a welcome center. And if you go in there, there's an actual pamphlet. Like the, the person that worked there was like, as soon as I walked in the door, she's like, Goonies house. I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And she's like, that's every day. So I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so they gave me like a map of like where other like movie locations are and stuff like that. You should have been like, no, short circuit. <laughs> Yeah, which I had, I had no, I, I, for whatever reason, I had completely forgot that was filmed there because the bridge is so iconic. The bridge that he falls off of connects Oregon, that tippy tippy part of Oregon to Washington. And that's where his story is, is the very tippy top of Oregon. Um, but the kindergarten, the kindergarten cop location is exactly the same. It looks exact. Like when we drove up to the school, I was like, holy shit, that's where they filmed this. Like it just looked exactly the same. The Goonies house looks completely different. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which was kind of disappointing because I'm like, that doesn't look anything like it, but I took pictures of it anyway. Well, that, that, that fence and everything already looked run down in the eighties. So. Yeah. I don't even think the fence was there at that point or they had completely repainted the house and refixed, like fi- the house looked brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, uh, but also like short circuit, like the Goonies, they're filmed in completely different spots. So like just Stephanie's area was a story, but then like, I think some stuff was filmed in Carlsbad, even some like near the Grand Canyon, um, you know, the seat, the, the camping scene and all that. So like, I'm like, they didn't drive that fucking far. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it never made sense. But the Goonies, the same thing, like the Goonies was filmed in Astoria, but when they go to ride their bikes, that 
part where they like Mikey puts up the 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 coin and it has the right 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 that is like hundreds of miles away from there. So I wonder if that's the same windy road where Meg Ryan died in City of Angels. <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I wonder how many people go there and go like, "Where was that filmed?" And can <laughs> right. I can I rent a bike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the most dangerous highway in the world. Because idiots keep re- idiots keep redoing the scene from City of Angels. So many people have died. And they're shocked that they died just yeah. like the person in the movie. Yeah. But uh anyway. So yeah, this movie, um I mean I remember when it came out, I saw it as a kid in the theater and I really enjoyed it. I think I would I watched a couple both times. of the movies on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, you probably It was so rare for really us young. to go to the movies that young, which is why like things like watching Tim Burton's Batman was such a huge deal. Oh, right, right. I remember that. I remember that super well. I was like uh I was 16 when that movie came out. I just fucking love that movie. That movie just has a yeah. That would shit. Well, that would that I, would I, be I, hard to do. That'd be a hard a t- one to do. I think I've said on the show before where at a certain point my mom worked at a restaurant and mm-hmm. the in the same shopping complex, there was a movie theater, and we would go see movies for th- for free. Nice. So, like, I've seen, like, I saw Karate Kid 2 there, Ghostbusters 2 were two that stood out. I saw a few other movies there that were that were free. So I watched a bunch of movies there, but only because they were free. Yeah. But it was rare that we went to the movies. No, I, I – we had a movie th- – we had three movie theaters at the time. I think we're down to, like I – th- I still think – no, we only have two right now. But, um, yeah, we had a, a movie theater, like, in our mall, which was super weird. And then there was one, like, in this other city that was really small. It only had, like, three movies every time. Like, that's where I saw Return of the Jedi. And um, so I've... Did you have I, a discount theater? Uh, We eventually did, yeah. That was uh-huh. in downtown, but they <clears throat> they eventually scrapped it, and they put it back to what it was before the movie theater, which was... Uh, a theater theater so they have plays and they okay. they do have a screen there they could show movies like they have movie festival there every year but uh yeah it's really interesting um gosh back in that day i i saw my parents they drove me to the movies constantly like every <laughs> weekend yeah i just love the movie so much and like movies like this was a reason to go to the movies i mean i saw a lot of bad movies too but like the 86, 87, 85 through 87 era, I remember so, so much. Um, and then, uh, when Batman hit, that was like a, a game changer. Cause like, then right. in the, like at that, right when you get into the 90s, that's, you know, was a whole other thing, but. Right. <clears throat> great All way right, to cap so, off the 80s. So anyway. Short circuit. Short circuit. I, I'm, I'm glad we did this cause it's been so long since I seen this movie. No, yeah, you I'm should not... really go back and watch it. In the movie, you could watch with your kids. I mean, yeah, there's some uh, sexual innuendos that the Indian guy says, but they it would go right over their head completely. Like I had to like look watch it on subtitles to catch a lot of the right. shit that he was saying. Um, but to, it is a family kind of friendly <clears throat> movie, um, and it's got like a lot of heart and comedy and and some action in it. Um, and then the second one just kind of, I don't know, like you could literally never have to watch that movie and you'd be fine. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in that I think that would bother children because like it bugged me a lot when I watched it when I was a kid. I was like, I don't, I don't really jive with this. I don't like this. 
Because right. it's not lighthearted. It's like kind of dark at times. Yeah, he gets fucked up in it. Yeah, really. Like they beat the shit out of him. Right. Um, but he comes through and lives, you know, in the end, and he and he captures the bad guy. But it was, uh, yeah. There was other movies like that, Crocodile Dundee. There was other movies that kind of like, were, you know, parallel to some of these. Like the, a lot of the storytelling was kind of the same. Um. Oh right, like fish out of water. Yeah, the deal. fish out of water, exactly. Right. But we don't see that as much anymore. Um, no. Anyway, there you go, folks. Short Circuit. Go watch it. Uh, I don't think it's free right now on any streaming services. Like I, I think I, I paid a few, couple of shekels for it. And now I have it on Amazon, and I'm going to show my little, my little one. So. <laughs> I think it's. I, I think this is also like for me. I remember it being like peak Ali Sheedy for me. Yes. She's, She's so adorable absolutely in adorable in this movie. And Steve Gutenberg, at the time in the eighties, all he was really doing was police academy movies. So like, well, him and that other guy were in police academy. The 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 chief asshole guy. Oh the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that that's another <clears throat> thing. Like when you watch this movie and you watch that guy, you're like, what are you like? There's absolutely no reason why he should be trying to destroy this robot. The robot right. has done nothing to show that it's that it is uh, um, a danger to anybody, but yet he goes balls to the wall all movie long trying to destroy this robot, even when it's just right. like standing there. They're like, blow yeah. the fucking thing up, you know, and um, makes absolutely no sense. Like, you can't, like, what, throw a net on it? You got a rocket launcher it? Like, a helicopter with a rocket launcher blows it up. Well, I mean, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure back then you could just throw magnets on electronics and just shut them down completely. Yeah, like a, a pulse, and then it just, yeah, shuts yeah. it down. Yeah, you don't have to destroy it. You could just, you know, or run cor- it over cor- water. Corner it till the batteries uh, die. So, <laughs> or just fucking wet it. <laughs> yeah, it's a water. Put a hose on it. On it. Yeah. Well, because they're Done. trying to, like, the, the company's trying to save the damn thing, and, and this guy just wants to blow it up. And then when he blows it up, right. he goes to the head guy and he's like, that's how it's done. And he walks away. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you blew the <laughs> fucking thing up. That's not, the, you just blew up a multi-million dollar project. Like, that's not right. what you're hired to do. You stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, the, the, a lot of those, a lot of those times they pushed hard in the eighties for like, it was a real, it was, you, back then it was a clear cut line who the bad guys were yes, in movies. Absolutely. It's, there was no gray area. Back and I, I like exactly when exactly who the asshole and is. I, I like when there's a gray area. I just, I do, you know, but yeah, when you look at something like mannequin, like, you know, James Spader's the bad guy. Like it's, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's so uh, super obvious, but right, right. Anyway. All right. Well, that was, uh, how the sausage was made. Uh, <clears throat> that was chew on this episode 375. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>